0: Listening to Shaping Narratives, a collection of voices from West Michigan's communities of color, brought to you by WGVU, NPR, and PBS in West Michigan in a partnership with the W.K. Kellogg Foundation. The voice of today's podcast is Rishi Singh, host of WGVU's Meeting God, a TV show that uses immersive experiences of faith to explore belief and commonality in the human experience. Rishi is a successful businessman and a first generation immigrant with a deep commitment to family and community. For this podcast, he talks to faith leaders about resources they are offering in their congregations and in the community at large.
1: With so many people laid off or struggling, it's hard to know where to turn. Faith communities across West Michigan are responding to the pandemic the best they can. Here to discuss the response from our local mosque and Islamic center is Dr. Metwali. Dr. Metwali is the chairman of the board at the mosque and also a professor at Grand Rapids campus of Western Michigan University College of Business. Dr. McMally, thank you so much for your time and thank you for letting us know how you're dealing with this pandemic.
2: Great, Uh, you're welcome. Uh, We're trying to do our best uh, in connecting with our community member and uh, conducting activities, uh, utilizing uh, the technology that we have available. Uh, One of the most important activities that we have is we have a food pantry that we run uh, the first Saturday and the third Saturday of the month. And we still have volunteers that, uh, one at a time, go to the mosque and basically put uh, packages together. And then we have volunteers that deliver them to the people that we know that they need them. So, that's one activities that we Uh, are uh, diligent in trying to achieve on a regular basis. And we are searching all over for anybody that needs food so we can add them on the list of our activities. Also, our religious leaders have a number of activities connecting with the community on a regular basis. It just happened that the months of Ramadan uh, started. This is the first week. Uh, We started on the 24th of April, and it's going to go to the 23rd of May. And that month, normally, people get together and uh, uh, join in um, uh, prayers and join in uh, iftar uh, when you break your fast, because you're supposed to be fasting from dawn to sunset. So people fast at home, but We are connecting with these people with regular schedule. Actually, we have about eight activities that is conducted on a regular basis to connect with people. There is a daily uh, uh, recitation of the Quran. Uh, Normally, it's done after um, the start of the fasting every day using the Zoom. Uh, There is uh, another activity called The Treasure from the Quran, and it's daily after 9 p.m. And we utilize Facebook and YouTube. And also, we link with the youth, especially the young youth. We have every Tuesday during Ramadan at 5 p.m. on Zoom activities for the youth. And conduct story time, again, for the youth from 5 to 9 years old. We normally have them on Monday at 5 p.m. on Zoom and Instagram. And then the youth who are basically 10 to 13 years old, we normally connect with them on Thursday at 5 p.m. on Zoom and Instagram. And then we have a sort of supplication. Um, uh, It's called dua in in Arabic, and it's daily at 11 p.m. for the community. Uh, Community can connect basically through Zoom. Uh, In the first uh, 20 days of Ramadan, it's at 11 o'clock, and the last 10 days of Ramadan at 11.30. And then we have session for questions and answers every Friday at 5 p.m. on Face, face uh, Facebook, and then we have for the ladies, again, uh, there is uh, sessions with imams uh, teaching uh, every Saturday at 3 p.m. on Zoom. So, we try to basically have the community active, by interacting with them at all times. Yeah, that's,
1: that's quite remarkable. It looks like it's a, a busy schedule, and I think for a lot of our listeners and certainly a lot of members of different congregations and congregations at large, I think these are trying times because as a congregation, you look forward to meeting with um, people from your congregation, people of the same faith, and that's no longer there. So it seems like you've really figured out a way in these times, to really connect with your congregation,
2: yeah, th- this is this is a holy month, and people look forward to because they connect at all time Absolutely. together and do prayer together and join in um, uh, eating and and celebrating, and that's missing because everybody is sitting home, so you have to connect with them one way or another to allow them to have the joy of that month but being distance from the community. And it's not easy, by the way.
1: Uh, absolutely. And then during the days of Ramadan, especially when you're breaking the fast, there's nothing like having your family, friends, and uh, rest of the congregation together at the dinner table. And I can only imagine that this is... It's really unprecedented.
2: Yes, it is. And uh, But I always look at it from the positive. I think uh, being disconnected with the community from the religious aspect i think we'll get the people to appreciate more when we get back to our mm-hmm. normal or new normal which nobody knows what that new normal is going to be oh, sure. uh but uh you know we have to always look and i always say that there is something good that comes out of the bad, so we can think that that uh coronavirus is really bad, but I think we'll end up um uh doing things um that is different that will help not only individual but help the family, the community, the country and probably the world. You know? I agree. Yeah, it's all there's and you know it's all it's important to always look uh, for a
1: silver lining even Absolutely. though there's there's not much here. Absolutely. Uh, Dr. Uh, McWally, also, the, the, where, can you provide me the address of where the mosque is
2: located? Uh, 3357 East Paris Avenue. Wonderful. And what would, you, what
1: would you tell the listeners if they want to connect with you or be part of some of the uh, things that are going on? What What is the best channel of communication
2: to use for listeners to connect with you? The mosque have a website that we post everything on our website and uh also if somebody wants to connect um you know they can um give us give us a call or call uh, the mosque number uh and we can retrieve uh the messages uh can drop us a note in our mailbox we normally look at the mailbox every other day and you know Uh, reply to people if they have any questions or any needs. So these are ways that, um, you know, would be available to connect with us.
1: But that's wonderful. My parting question, and I always, this is a question that is kind of dear to me, for listeners that aren't practicing members of your faith, what would you say in these times when they're isolated, maybe feeling lonely, sometimes even depressed or anxious, what advice would you have for listeners? What is something that they can do to kind of center themselves and, you know, maybe lessen that burden?
2: Well, you know, for the ones who are not really active, maybe, uh, you know, they can get on our website and maybe join in one of the eight or nine activities that we have to allow them to eliminate that um, disconnect and I, I call it uh, 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 a forced prison, uh, especially if you are sitting at home and you don't have anything. Um, uh, I hear there is lots of issues with individuals, families and, uh, you know, because they we, we have not experienced that before. So you can always connect with people online. You can connect with people on Zoom, uh, Facebook, Uh, The mosque, have a Facebook that you can connect to um, and and try to, you know, reach out. Uh, I always say if you want to have friends, you need to be one.
0: one.
2: Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So um, you have to reach out and you'll find out that um, people will reach out for you. Dr. Metwally, thank you so much uh, for You're the and for the time. I really appreciate
1: it, and I hope you are safe and healthy with your family. And we'll look forward to
2: speaking with you soon. Thank you very much. Thank you so that much. Yeah. Bye bye. Bye.
0: Shaping Narratives: A collection of voices from West Michigan's communities of color is brought to you in partnership with the WK Kellogg Foundation, a partner with communities where children come first. Want to hear more Shaping Narratives episodes? Download and subscribe at WGVU.org or wherever you get your podcasts. Please rate and subscribe if you get a chance. It helps us to know you're listening. Shaping Narratives is produced by WGVU, PBS and NPR in West Michigan, through the facilities of the Meyer Public Broadcast Center, a service of Grand Valley State University. Matt Gruppen processed all the audio. Joe Bilecki edits each episode, Vansor designed our graphics and manages our web presence. Delane is our director of content. The views and opinions expressed on this program are those of the hosts and their guests and do not necessarily reflect those of WGU or Grand Valley State University.